Let me pray right now. Heavenly Father, we just praise you and thank you for this day. It's now or never, Lord. Now time is your time. I pray if anyone came in here today not knowing Jesus as Lord and Savior, that they would pray and receive him and have everlasting life. Pray if anyone came in here sick in their body, oppressed, depressed, feeling empty, lonely, broken relationship, financial mountain or obstacle. We pray in the name of Jesus that it would be released and removed. Father, speak to me. Speak to your people. Speak your message. I pray, Father, that every spiritual ear would be open right now to hear your voice and hear your message and that they would act on it and receive what you have for them. In Jesus' name, amen. If you left your Bible home, just raise your hand. We'll get one to you. I didn't sleep much last night, and I don't care, because God was talking to me and talking to me and talking to me. Did you ever stay up and talk to God? <laughs> he was just talking to me, and it's like, it's like you slept all night when you talk to him, because you know what? He's outside of time. Just think one day, there's going to be no sleeping. How many of you here sleep three hours or less a night? Lord Jesus. Do you know we met somebody recently that only sleeps like an hour a night? I don't know how they do it. But one day there'll be no darkness, there'll be no sleeping, because God is outside of time. It's, it's impossible really to comprehend that eternity. It's just, in Genesis 1.14 it said God said in the creation, let there be lights in the heavens to divide day from night for signs and seasons. See, God set up signs and seasons for us. God doesn't need to look at his watch to see what time it is. It's always God time. But for us, we need signs. We need seasons. We need sleep. And the signs and seasons that are happening right now, my brothers and sisters, are some of the most incredible in history and most likely the most incredible in, in our lifetime. I spoke last week on something called Shemitah. Everybody remember that? Shemitah is something from the Old Testament. God told the Israelites every seven years that they would release people from their debts. There would be a Shemitah year. The word Shemitah means release. And many people look at history and you see that in 2008 and 2001, it's just hard to ignore. On the exact end of the Shemitah of those two years, there was a financial collapse in the United States. The market dropped on both days. You know I worked on Wall Street for 28 years. It's true. It did happen on both those days. And the last day is, was last night sundown, so we just hit the last day. But I'm praying that there's no financial shakedown this coming week or in the next month or so. I, that is not my wish or my, I should say my wish. That's not my prayer. And you know what the truth is? Shemitah and shaking and financial collapse can happen around us, but it's not going to touch us. Not the children of God. You know, everybody's talking about it. It's really, you know, a lot of people are talking. And people on Wall Street that I know knew about it. Like, talking to some of my friends, I'm like, did you hear about, what, Shemitah? I'm like, yeah, how'd you know? 
Like that's how far it has really spread. So right now we just had a Shemitah, which only happens every seven years. And the amazing thing is we're in church at the end of the Shemitah. When I was looking forward a few months ago, I realized, oh my gosh, we're going to be in church that Sunday. And the other thing about this day is it is also Rosh Hashanah, which is the Jewish New Year, which really from the Old Testament is Yom Teruah, which really means Feast of Trumpets. And the Feast of Trumpets is found in the Old Testament. It's really interesting about this feast. Not much is said about it at all. It's like a few verses. Have a feast of blowing the trumpets on the first day of the new year. That's it. And burn an offering. Pretty much that's it. Nothing much else talked about it. That's why many people believe that the rapture will happen on the Feast of Trumpets, because it's a mystery. We also have something called the Jubilee. How many of you ever heard that term before? Jubilee. What that is, is every 50 years, so every seven sevens, every seven Shemitah years, there's something called the Jubilee year. That's also from the Old Testament. In the Jubilee year, the, the shofar is blown on Yom Kippur, which is 10 days from now, and everybody is released of all their debts, and all slaves are released, and anybody who lost land, who had to sell it, gets their land back. Like if you had a really big house and you lost it, on Jubilee, you give, get your house back. All right, coming. Get out. Clear out. It's God's Jubilee. I didn't make this up. So here we have these things happening. Also, how many of you know about the four blood moons? Raise your hand. Okay, you really study. Also, there are two solar eclipses tonight tonight. So people on the internet, there's a buzz, people. There's a buzz. And for, you know, because God says there are signs and there are seasons. They say you, don't, you won't know the day and hour, but Paul said, listen, I don't even have to teach you about the seasons. You should be checking them out. You should be looking for it. You should be waiting for them. So it, we should be looking at it like that. But you know what? To tell you the truth, I don't want the world to come to an end. I know a lot of people do. I'm not going to ask you to raise your hand because some of you, both hands will go up. The reason I don't is because I have friends and family that don't know Jesus. And I don't, that's why God says, you know, he's long-suffering and he wishes that none should perish. So our prayer should be not until that one gets saved and not until that one gets saved. And please, Lord, tarry. But at the same time, come quickly because we want to be with you. It's a balance. It really is. Colossians 2 verse 16 says this, let no one judge you in food or drink or regarding a festival, new moon, or a Sabbath. They are shadows of things to come. But the substance, but what it all is all about is Jesus. It's all about Christ. Everything from the Old Testament. How many prophecies in the Old Testament? They say if you counted them all, and realize that it pointed to Jesus, it'd be a billion to one odds. But guess what? There's one person that could beat billion to one odds. His name is Jesus Christ. So this is, everything is a shadow or an image of, and, and we learn from the Old Testament more and more about our Savior. Amen. Now I want to look at three aspects of what God was speaking to me. You can ask my wife, I mean, last night... 
could have had church in our bedroom, but we always have church in our bedroom. But we, we were just, we were up. Why are you laughing? I'm talking about worship, praise, <laughs> prayer. <laughs> anyway, we were there. We were just in the word, and I'm telling you, God was speaking to me and speaking to us, revealing things to me, and he has been all week. I've been in this like, oh, man. <laughs> and uh, he said, he said, listen, there's, there's a voice, there's a message, and there's a time. Now, in 2011, I preached a message called Voice of the Shofar. Because the Feast of Trumpets, which is today, all they did was blow the shofar. It's also called in the Hebrew, Yom Teruah. Teruah. How many of you could speak Hebrew? How about for just a second? Say Teruah. Teruah. Yom Teruah, which means shout or blast of a trumpet. That's why it's called Feast of Trumpets. And you know, the word for shofar, the root word of that word is, it, it means to cut in on. To cut in on. And what the Feast of Trumpets is, when the shofar is blown, it's to interrupt you. It's to either alert you, it alerted them for war. It alerted them for jubilee. Now, that's a trumpet you wanted to hear. My credit cards are about to be paid. I'm getting my land back. Play that trumpet. Or it reminded you to repent because in 10 days is Yom Kippur. Or it just reminded you, I'm here. Do you hear my voice? See, God speaks. He speaks through the shofar. He literally speaks. The word teruah. How many of you know the word ruah? Do you know what that is? That's the word for spirit. In the Hebrew, it's called ruach hakadesh, which is Holy Spirit. But the ruah, it's literally his breath. We know that God's breath is his spirit. So his breath goes through the trumpet and it makes a sound and you hear it. It's a voice. How do I know? In the book of Genesis, after Adam and Eve fell, it says they heard the voice of the Lord walking. They heard the voice of the Lord. One day, study that for a little while. They heard the voice of the Lord walking. The word for voice there is the word coal. <laughs> the word coal. I was sharing this with a Jewish believer, and he said, we're the coal brothers. Isn't that like ice cream in the Jersey Shore or something? It says he heard the coal. And in the Feast of Trumpets in Jubilee, it says the coal, the voice. And in 1 Thessalonians, it says when Jesus comes back, you'll hear what? You'll hear a shout, you'll hear a voice, you'll hear a trumpet. They always go together. Because it, the trumpet and Feast of Trumpets isn't just some loud noise. It's just not some loud instrument. It's the actual voice of God. Do you know that in Exodus, when God was speaking to Israel, it says he blew the shofar. In Zechariah 9, 14, it says God blows the shofar. God doesn't just go, Woo! he's speaking something. It's his voice. Do you hear his voice today? Listen. Open your spiritual ears. Hear his voice. 
How do we get saved? We speak a prayer. We speak. How many of you can see anything coming out of my mouth when I talk? You can't. But if I say something mean about my wife, you'll know. And I'll know. Because there are effects to what comes out of your mouth. Amen? How many of you have ever spoken some words and tried to get them back in your mouth? Honey, this doesn't taste good. Oh, shoot. Somebody get it back. Get it back. Or you just hope she didn't hear it, right? You want to take it back. How many of you have said something that you've wanted to take back? Because your words have power. They're spiritual. You don't see them, but there's an effect. That's why if you hit a certain note over here, the guitar string will move over there because there's a sound wave. Jesus said, my words are what? Spirit and they are life. That's why at the end of the service, we have you pray Jesus' words so you can be saved. You can be transformed. Words can bring death to life. My words are spirit and they are life. In Leviticus 23, 23. It's almost like I want to go, in the year 25, 25. Leviticus 23, in verse 23. The Lord spoke to Moses saying, speak to the children of Israel saying, in the seventh month on the first day of the month, everybody say, that's today. <laughs> so, speak to the children of Grace Church saying, today <laughs> you shall have a Sabbath rest, a memorial of blowing of trumpets. A memorial? Yeah, remember, remember, some of us have forgotten. The voice of God walking in Genesis, what is the first thing God says to Adam? Where are you? The voice of the trumpet is asking you a question. Where are you with God? Where are you with God? Look at the person next to you and say, where are you with God? Think about that for a second. Let it marinate. Let it marinate in you for a second. Where are you with God? See, some of us need a wake-up call. That's why he said, a memorial, a remembering. The trumpet sound, you remembered, oh, yeah! There's a God. Oh, yeah. I'm supposed to be a follower of Jesus. Oh, yeah. There's more to this life than what I see. Oh, yeah. Remember the Lord, your maker, who called you out of the darkness into the light, who saved you from those drugs, who saved you from that alcohol, who saved you from that depression, who saved you from that sickness, who saved you from that poverty. Remember. When you hear that trumpet sound, it's just not a, uh, it's a voice. Where are you? Remember me. And look at the blessing for those who hear that voice. Psalm 89, 15. Write this one down. <laughs> blessed. Everybody say blessed. Are the people who know the joyful sound. You know what the word joyful sound is there? It's the Hebrew word, 
teruah. Blessed are the people who know the Feast of Trumpets. Blessed are those that hear what it's about. They walk in the light of God's countenance. Do you hear God's voice? How many of you hear by a show of hands? Has God spoken to you personally? Everybody look around. Raise your hands high. Everybody look around. The next time you, somebody said to you, God spoke to me, don't look at them like, yeah, right. We all do it, don't we? Don't we? But like when my daughter comes to me and says, some guy came up to me in church and said, the Lord told me I'm supposed to marry you. I said, that's not God. <laughs> there are times. I've had people in the parking lot saying, God told me that you're supposed to give me my car. My car. <laughs> God told me you're supposed to give me your car. I'm like, that wasn't God. That was the devil. The devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. You are not stealing my car. You are not getting my car. That is not the voice of the Lord. But you know what? If the Lord tells you to give somebody your car, give it to them. And you know there are people in this church that are giving other people their car. That's a jubilee, right? Your car breaks down and somebody in church says, here, have one. See, that's how quick God can do it for you. Amen. So number one, there's a voice. Number two, there's a message. Leviticus 25. In verse 8 through 10. Leviticus 25, 8 through 10. In addition... Now, now listen, right before this, God's telling Moses, you tell the people, because Moses didn't get to go in the promised land. He told Moses, you tell this to the people when they get, this is what they're to do when they enter the promised land. I want you to remember that. He said, you must count off seven Sabbath years, that's seven Shemitahs, seven sets of seven years, adding up to 49 years in all. You get the idea that God likes them for seven? Throughout Revelation, it talks about seven this and seven that and we know that there's seven days in a week. We know that seven days to create the earth. God likes seven. Seven is completion. He says you count off seven Shemitah years, adding up to 49 in all. Then on the day of atonement, in the 50th year, you blow, blow the ram's horn. That's what I was talking about before. Okay, let's see. Where are we? Then the day of atonement, in the 50th year, you blow the ram's horn loud and long throughout the land. So on that 10th day, when they blow that trumpet of Jubilee, you think people are excited? This is the day, this is the day that my debts are paid, that my debts are paid. This is the day I get my house back from the one who took it from me. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> what, I mean, is that a trumpet you want to hear? Yeah. I mean, some of those people, you know, it's year 48, you know, or... You know, they've been waiting. They've been waiting for the Jubilee, waiting to hear that trumpet. It'll be a Jubilee for you. During that year, you must not plant your fields or store away any of the crops that grow on their own and don't gather the grapes from your unpruned vines. It will be a Jubilee year for you. How many of you would like a Jubilee year for yourself? <laughs> Amen. And you must keep it holy. 
but you may eat whatever the land produces on its own. In the year of Jubilee, each of you may return to the land that belonged to your ancestors. How many of you know we all have two common ancestors, every single one of us here? We're, we're diverse and all that kind of stuff. But how many of you know that we all have the same blood from Adam and Eve? So we get what belonged to our ancestors, the earth. Is ours. I remember Pastor Kev, you spoke at our church way back when you weren't coming here and you spoke on this message about the sons of God, how the earth groans. And when I think about that, I think the earth is like ticked off. The earth is ticked off because the real owners gave it up to somebody. Listen, let's stop complaining about people abusing the earth and let's take it back. God wants it in our hands, and it will be one day. Guess who's going to rule and reign on the new heavens and earth? We are, but we do it now by faith. That's what the signs and the seasons are all about, to remind us who we are and what we are and what we have. Wake up. Wake up. It's the jubilee year now. Now. Do you know that our founding fathers knew what the Jubilee year was. You know what they inscribed in the Liberty Bell? Proclaim liberty throughout the land. They got that from the year of Jubilee. We live in a great country. We live in a free country. Let's keep it that way. Let's proclaim freedom and Jubilee to everybody and stop this mess. what we should get a shofar send it to the white house let them blow the darn thing and congress and all the rest of them get a shofar and proclaim liberty imagine that imagine if that was how we looked at things wow but listen it's a shadow of jesus and i'll show you in luke chapter 4 verse 18 Jesus said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me, the anointed one, the Messiah, to preach the good news to the poor. He has sent me to announce what? Everybody say it. Say it again. Release Release is a good word. Release is a good word. In the Hebrew, the word salak, which means release, also means when you forgive somebody, you release. How many of you need to release somebody? Raise your hand. Come on, right now. Yeah, let's go. Let them go. Because you know what? As long as you hold on, they got control over you. I, with me, it's easy, man. I don't want to hold anything against anybody. You know why? Because I'm selfish. Because when I'm angry at somebody, I can't sleep. I can't eat. Ask my wife. If we have an argument, which is very rare, <laughs> and it's not resolved, I can't go to bed. It'll be 2 in the morning. I'll be, come on, we got to resolve this. I'm sorry. She's sleeping. How many of you just can't go to sleep if you don't have, if it's unresolved? I just can't do it. How many of you can? Raise your hand. All of you. Yeah. You all scared the heck out of me. Because <laughs> you can hold on to stuff and sleep with it. It's marinating in there. It's spoiling in there. And then when it comes out, look out. See, mine just comes out. Out. It's out. Just let it go. Release it. But this is more than just a release of that. It's recovery. Recovery. 
How many of you could use some recovery from things that you lost? He came to announce a release, recovery, and set free those who are oppressed, downtrodden, bruised, crushed, and broken down. How many of you are bruised, crushed, broken down? Come on, be honest. Raise your hand right now. Go ahead, right before the Lord. Yeah, be honest. You know what? Healing comes from being honest. Listen to me. James says that if you confess your sins to God, you'll be healed. Yeah, that's right. Shout me down because that's not what it says. It says confess your sins to one another. Oh, it's so easy to go, oh, God, I'm so sorry. Oh, God, I messed up. But how about telling your friend or your brother and sister in Christ about the mistake you made? That's where the real healing comes from. You people that hold on to everything, you're not getting healed until you open your mouth. Right now, a spirit of release comes upon everybody here right now. Because some people are stuck because they can't release. To proclaim the favorable year. Anybody would like a year of favor? How, how would that? Anybody would like that? Okay. All right. If you don't want it, I'll take it. The day when salvation and the favor of God abounds greatly. Jesus said, listen, man, I came to release you from your sins and from your unforgiveness. I came to recover everything the devil has stolen from you all those years that you lost because the jubilee is now. I was thinking about this in the first service. I was thinking, for 27 years of my life, it was nothing but hell. 27 years I lived without Jesus, without Jubilee, I, it's no wonder I wanted to die. I wanted to take my own life. I had no hope, I had no education, I had no prospects, I had no family. I was like, I'm out. But at two in the morning, after not having slept for days, I met Jubilee. And that instant, Everything was changed. So you think about the young man who's, who was born in Israel back then, and his family was in slavery. Maybe they messed up, so they had to serve another, another family that had way too much land. And his father said, you know, that half of that land used to be ours, but we lost it. Now we serve them. But he said, in 27 years... Is going to be a jubilee. And when that day comes, we get it all back. That day came for me. Has it come for you? Has it come for you? Could you imagine as it got closer to the day? What do you think happened to the price of land as you got closer to the jubilee? What do you think? Come on, all you economists. Very good. It went down. Why did it go down? Because you're going to lose it. <laughs> Listen, let your fear go down. Let your oppression go down. Because there's a jubilee today. There's a release today, now, this instant. Because there's a voice, there's a message, and there's a time. The name of my message is, it's now or never. Look at the person next to you and say, it's now or never. Think about this for a second, everybody. Think about this. Is it okay if I just talk to you today? Yes. Think about this for a second. 
If it's every 50 years, how many of them are going to occur in your lifetime? <laughs> Somebody just went to. Amen. I'm in agreement with you, sister. I don't want to live to 105, so I'm not interested. Maybe 101, 102. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? My wife would be like, don't you want to live to 100? I'd say, heck no. That means for 15 or how many years I can't play basketball, I can't play football. I mean, no, I don't want to. But then if there's other things I could do, maybe. Scrabble. Scrabble. That's just what I was thinking about. I live to play Scrabble. Just think about it. How many of you, I asked the first, is there anybody here who in 1967 knew what the Jubilee was and experienced it? No. So this is a first for all of us. Oh, my goodness. It's now or never. Just think about the Israelites, right? They get one jubilee. Got to make the best of it. When we get that thing back, let's do it right this time. I don't want to wait another 50 years. See, God is the God of the second chance. Some people will get two. Some of you here that are 12 and 13 is like, geez, man. They're here in church. They're hearing about the jubilee. 50 years from now, when I'm in heaven, they're going to hear about the next jubilee if we make it that far. You get it twice. But for many of us, it's now or never. It's now or never. There is a time. The time is now. The time is now. Just think of what's going on in the spiritual realm right now. All this stuff are signs and seasons that God is showing us because he wants to release something into us. Now. It's no, you know, yesterday I was studying the word and talking to somebody and, 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 and I, literally I, I couldn't even talk. I was so excited about what's going on in the spiritual realm. When you really study this and pay attention to it, you'll just start to jump. <laughs> because this is an amazing time. This is the one time in our lifetime for the Jubilee. Today might be your only chance. <laughs> We're going to ask the whole worship team to come up right now. If you're all here, please. I want to share something with you before we get into this. <laughs> I want to share something with you. How many of you are good with numbers or halfway decent? So this is the Jubilee year, right? Every 49 years is a Jubilee. Every seven years is a Shemitah. So 49 years ago, there was a Jubilee going back in time. All the scholars say that this right now is the year of Jubilee. At the same time that you have this Shemitah, at the same time that you have these solar eclipses and four blood moons and all, that's why everybody's like just tripping out about stuff, okay? And I'm not saying anything's going to happen that we're going to see. 
But there is something that's going to happen in the spiritual world. How many of you know that what you see isn't everything? I was asking the people in the first service, if you could either lose your sight or your hearing, which would you choose to lose? I would say everyone here would say their hearing, right? You definitely don't want to use your sight. Does faith come by seeing? Faith comes by hearing. Now, I'm not, listen, I don't want you to think about that. But I want you to think about the voice, the message that shows you how powerful that is. The voice and the message. The voice of the shofar, the voice of God actually hearing it. And do you know that God's voice sounds like a shofar? Did you know that? In Revelation, John is standing there and he says, I hear a voice behind me that sounds like a trumpet. When Jesus comes back for it, it says in Thessalonians that there's going to be what? A shout, a voice, and a trumpet. We know that God, God himself, has blown the shofar. It says in Zechariah 9, Exodus 19. It says he blows. When God's breath, his Holy Spirit goes through that trumpet, there's a voice to it. It's a message. God has a message for us today. That there's a release, there's a recovery, and there's favor. And you know who will receive that? Those that hear it and believe it. See, you can all hear God's voice if you pay attention, if you have a spiritual ear. But not everyone believes it. We all hear the message of salvation. But not everybody believes it. God's going to speak to you today. And the question is, are you going to hear it? Now, I'm telling you all these different things about the Jubilee, how cool it is, right? How every 49 years and the 50th is the Jubilee, right? It started when? When do we say it started? It started, remember I told you to remember this. It started... When Moses said, when you go into the promised land, that's when the jubilee starts. Okay. When they go into the promised land, what's the first thing that they encounter? What's the first issue? Jericho. Remember? The walls of Jericho. We don't have to pull the scripture up. In Joshua 6, it says... This is what it translates to English. It says, God said, after you go around, what, seven days, seven, and on the seventh day, you go around seven times, remember? He told the Israelites, for seven days to march around, don't make a sound. Imagine that, million Jews not making a sound. I find that highly impossible. I'm half Jewish, okay? I can't stop talking. All right, so, well, it could be the Italian side. Anyway, let's scratch those. So seven days, right? And then on the seventh day, go around seven times. And there's seven, seven trumpets. And it says in there, then blow the trumpet. You can look it up in the Hebrew. You know what the word for trumpet is there? Jubilee. 
It's the same word. It's yobele in the Hebrew. It's jubilee. It's the same word. I don't know why they translated it. Horn. Ram's horn. But it's the same word. And what happened when they marched around and they blew the jubilee? The walls came tumbling down. See, because this jubilee, first of all, you know what's keeping you from it? Walls. Walls in your heart. Walls in your mind. Many of us are walled in. But let me tell you something. First you knock down the wall. And then you take the jubilee. It literally says, blow the jubilee. And that's what they did. And the walls came down. Now here, I'm going to, I'm ready. Now here it is. Here's, are you ready to get, you ready? Are you ready for this? <laughs> are you ready? Are you ready for this? Are you ready? Okay. Are you ready? Oh, some of you went to the club too. Okay. All right. So a jubilee is 49 years. What's 70 times 49? It's 3,430. I thought you guys were good with numbers. It's 3,430. Okay? So 70 jubilees ago was 3,430 years ago. So this is the seventh Shemitah, the seventh... <laughs> you have 7749. This is a Jubilee, right? That's exciting. What if this was the 70th Jubilee? Now, if any of you are close to me, you know that numbers and me, we work together. I'm a numbers person. I can multiply that in a second. So I'm there, I'm studying this, I'm like, wait a second. 3,430 years ago. Well, 2,000 years ago was what? right? 2,000 years. We're in 2015, actually, A.D., right? And anything before Jesus is born is what? B.C. Okay. So let's take 3,430. Let's subtract 2,015. What do you come up with? Oh, you guys are slow. 1,415 years before Jesus if this is the 70th Jubilee, that would be the first Jubilee, right? Everybody agreement with that. So 1415 BC would have to be the time that God told them to enter into the Promised Land. What year do you think scholars believe that Israel entered into the Promised Land? The range is between 1406 and 1431. Does 1415 sort of... If that doesn't move you, nothing ever will. This is a special time right now. There is something going on in the heavenly realm that we, we may not see it, but it doesn't change the fact that it's there. I'm here to tell you this. You see this chair? What's going on in the spirit is more real than that chair. Because that chair is going to pass away. But the signs, the seasons, the word, the voice, the message, that'll never pass away. 
It's more real than any chair, any floor, anything. I don't care what you see. More importantly, what do you hear? Come on, Rick. Right now, everybody bow your head. I want to make sure that everybody can hear the voice of the Lord. Listen, when you give your heart to the Lord, He opens your spiritual ear. You might not have heard anything today, but you might, something might be knocking on your heart because you're hearing something, and it's, it's like, what? What is that, God? I, I hear you. If you're not 100% sure that if you died, you're going to spend eternity in heaven, you need to say this prayer and believe it. Because remember, when you speak, it's spirit. Jesus said, my words are spirit. When I speak, look, you cannot see anything coming out of my mouth. But it's powerful. Jesus said, my words are spirit. But he said more than that. He said, they're life. Some of you need life. And by one word, one jubilee, you can cross over from death to life. So say this prayer with me. Say, Father, I know that Jesus is your son. I know he died on the cross for my sin. Three days later, you raised him from the dead that I might have a new life. I speak that now. I believe it. And I receive it. Jesus is my Lord. Everybody's eyes closed, head bowed. If you said that prayer and you meant it, you want to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you want to know beyond a shadow of a doubt that you're going to spend eternity in heaven, I want you to raise your hand right now. Raise your hand. Okay. All right. All of you that raise your hand, stand to your feet right now. Stand to your feet. A bunch of people. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Stand up. Stand up. Go ahead. That's right, young man. You let them know. you all just quickly to come forward real quick come forward come on just real quick come on if you're with them bring them forward come on come on come on come on salvation is in the house today i need some ushers up here i need some ushers here line up over here line up right over here One sec. Now, in, in a moment, we're going to take you guys, and uh, we just want to pray with you privately, give you a Bible and everything. We'll, we'll, we'll bring them back, okay? We're not going to let them disappear or anything. But everybody in this congregation that can be in agreement with me right now to pray over this group that is giving their heart to the Lord right now, it's a special day. You heard his voice. You responded. Your life has changed forever. Heavenly Father, show yourself strong in their behalf. Father, show them your power. Bring the unseen into their vision. They've crossed over. They will spend eternity with you. We ask you to bless them extra special in the name of Jesus. Amen. Stay here. Can you guys keep an eye on who these people are? So after we do this next thing, that we can give them a booklet and pray with them. Listen to me right now. If you heard the voice and the message today, and you want that jubilee for you, I want you to come forward right now. If you heard God, you're ready. 
You're ready for favor. You're ready for healing. You're ready for something. You know it's something, and you want it. As many people as want can come up here. This is going to be something very different than we normally do here. Don't stay in your seat if God's, if you hear his voice. But listen to me. If you do stay in your seat, that's okay too. There's no religion here. There's no looking around to see who's up or down. That's not what this is about, everybody. This, that's not what this is about. This is real. We're not playing games. We mean this. This day is special. This day is set apart. You know, you know what God's time is? God's time is always now time. It says that faith is now faith is the substance of things hoped for. How many of you are hoping for a great year? How many of you are hoping for favor? How many of you are hoping for healing? How many of you are hoping for blessing? How many of you are hoping for some walls to come down in your life? I'm mad. I always tell you I'm not mad. I'm mad because there are walls around hearts and around minds and around spirits that need to come down. You can't receive a jubilee if you got a wall up. In the Hebrew, the word for release is the word salak, which is the word for forgiveness. Right now, before we do this, if you are holding anything against anyone, ex-husband, ex-wife, kids, boss, person that bumped into your shop right, person sitting next to you in church, Pastor Joe, the worship, I don't care who and what it is, husband, wife, any food ads, whatever. If you're holding anything against anybody, I want you to release it right now. Just release it. Release it. Release it. That's in the Hebrew. Forgiveness is taking your hand and going, I won't take it. I won't let Because let me tell you something. If you're holding on to something, you know who it's hurting? It isn't hurting them. It's hurting you. Let it go. Release it. Now, next, release yourself. Oh, yeah. You know who your worst enemy is? It isn't that person. It's you. Because if you've been holding on to something, you've been hurting yourself. But you know what? You, you know how you double hurt yourself? I'm going to tell you how you double hurt yourself. You don't forgive yourself. God has forgiven you, and you don't forgive yourself. That's a double whammy. A double one. You're not forgiven, and you're not forgiving yourself. It's really a bad loop. It's like, I don't forgive you, self, and yourself. is like, don't forgive me, self, and self. I don't forgive yourself. You're talking to yourself, and you're wasting your time. Right now, forgive yourself for every mistake or regret you've ever had. I was talking to a gentleman in the lobby. We sat down, and he said to me, I have a lot of regrets. And I said, you know what? Now is now time. Now is God time. It's over. Forget it. Woulda, shoulda, coulda is over. People are going to get baptized today. Heaven's going to open. And their life's going to be changed forever. Same for you. And same for everybody out there. Now here's what they do. 
on the Feast of Trumpets on Yom Teruah. They blow the shofar. They blow it loud and they blow it long. And it is literally the voice of God. If you would hear it, that's why he wants us to do it. And you know what you do after the person who's blowing the shofar is done? You, it, you do something that I really enjoy. You shout. You know, I preached a message years ago called Shout It Out. It's not about laundry. It's about shouting out some things. Do you know you could be healed by shouting? Now remember, they blew the Jubilee trumpet and the walls of Jericho came down. We're going to blow the shofar today and we're going to shout and walls of hurt and walls of unforgiveness and walls of sickness and walls of poverty and walls of broken relationships and walls of broken marriages and walls of broken families are going to come tumbling down. It's going to crash. Are you ready? Because when we blow this shofar and he's done, nobody can shout for you. You shout for yourself. I want you to think right now something that's really bothering you. You just want to shout out. It's hurting you. It's coming against your dream of a happy life and a happy family and a happy career, and a happy ministry, and a happy future. The one that God has chosen for you. Whatever's getting in the way of that, I want you to shout it out. Did you, were you ever mad at somebody or something? How many ever mad at somebody? When I'm up here, I act mad. You know why? Because I'm not mad at you. I'm mad at the devil. Because he's a thief. And you know what he does? He gets us to build walls up. We build our own stinking walls. Not forgiving ourselves. Not giving ourselves a break. Give yourself a break. It's Jubilee year. No matter all the mistakes you made up until this time, it's right now. It's not tomorrow. It's not next week. It's not last week. It's now. It's now. It's now or never. Now, I hope you're clapping for Ricky because he's about to blow that show for him. Come on, Rick! I'm telling you, try to do it someday. It's not easy. But when he does do it, when he ends, I want to hear a shout so loud that they hear it in North Bergen. I want to hear a shout. How many of you got a big mouth? Yeah, Kenny, raise it up, Kenny. Me and you, baby. I bet you none of you got a bigger mouth than me because you're going to hear me. Because I got some walls that need to come down in my life as well. Are you ready to shout? All right. <laughs> you guys are all ready, right? All right, Ricky, go ahead.
Hearts are in heart. 